year I turned 12. The age where you transfer from boy to man. It's the little things that you remember all your life. First hit, your first kiss, the first time your dad lets you know that he sees you. Well, I still hadn't had the other two, but boy, did that third one feel good. Would you stand up and walk out on? Happy Wonder Wednesday, everybody. Angela Bowen here, the host of Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. Well, today, I'm going to be covering Season 1, Episode 20, Bill's New Gig, which aired April 20th, 2022. In this episode, Bill Bill is excited to have made tenure at the university, only to find that its focus on career and family has cut has cost him a spot in his band. Bruce adjusts to living at home. All right, so let's see if we have, we got uh, Bill's band mates returning. We got, uh, we got Lenny, Washboard, Brian Bumley. Brian Bumley is played by Alex Patterson. Washboard's played by Boone McKenzie. We got Elo Block as Lenny. We also have someone named Julian, played by Neil Gant, G-H-A-N-T. We also have, and this is part of the trivia, Charity Jordan, who's playing, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, that's not, Charity Jordan is actually Corey's mom, Coach Long's wife. No, Jasmine Simon, who plays Janice. I already can tell that this woman is going to, like, come between Bill and Lillian. But this woman here is actually married to Dulé Hill, who plays Bill on The Wonder Years. All right, this episode is directed by David Robert Jones. Uh, The episode's got 7.4 out of 10, based on 85 ratings. Writers, of course, we have Saladin K. Patterson, the creator. We got Neil Marlins and Carol Black, also credited due to their creation of The Wonder Years. We got Diavar Danny Batista, written by Stay. He's a story, uh, staff writer. We got story editor Amberia Allen, Kendra Cole, Yale Gilena, Yemen Siegel. See, do we got any other? <laughs> the trivia is basically the guest star Jasmine Simon is married to Dulé Hill. I already said that. All right, if you're just jumping on the uh, Wonder Years podcast for the first time, welcome. All six seasons of the original Wonder Years is going to be available to listen to on SoundCloud. iTunes only lets you have, I think, 500 episodes up. So a lot of stuff that I did in the beginning when I started this podcast back in 2017, it's pretty much going to be just like the majority of the original Wonder Years is pretty much all going to be on SoundCloud at this point. I know it's it's sad, but I don't know. That's just what iTunes does. So this episode I'm going to say, I mean, if you're new to the podcast, I don't watch these episodes ahead of time. I watch them as I'm reviewing them. So that way my reactions are real. Um, This episode really, uh, really is not... I mean, I have nothing against Bill. I like him, but and yes, we've gotten a you know a lot of Dean lately, but um, which there's not a problem because he is the main character. But um, this one's just not not that interesting to me. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna honestly try to fly through this a little bit. 
And um, the last two episodes, which are the last two episodes of season one, um, I think it's one where someone's throwing a party at the Williams house, and I think it's, like, Kim and Bruce, and Dean's got to play Lookout, but his friends there are there, too, apparently. I don't know what's going on. So that'll be interesting. And, of course, love Dean. It's the end of the school year. And, of course, you know all about the yearbooks being passed around. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Are we going to get a repeat of when Kevin just wrote, Don't ever change, Winnie. I like you the way you are. You're awesome. Love, Kevin. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> and we know it again. Dean is a bit like Kevin when it's all like, oh my gosh, Kisa, I love you. Don't ever change. Uh, and it's just, it's just, I don't understand why it seems like every time we see Kisa, she's got a new guy. First it was Perry. Then it was some, I think there was one other guy. I can't remember. And then now we got another dude, her quote unquote new boyfriend. So, okay, you don't got to make her like that, Winnie Cooper. Calm down. But you just need to make her unattainable. But the thing that I don't understand is the fact that I kind of liked her with Corey. I really, really did. And I didn't <laughs> I didn't know until I looked at Because I follow, you know, like, the actors' Instagrams. And I didn't know that the boy who plays Corey has an identical twin brother. I'm like... Two of you. Wow, cool. He's he, <laughs> and I guess there's like a prom photo put up there because um Milan who plays Kisa was also there in the picture. I'm like, oh that's pretty cool that they hang out. But I just I don't know. I just to me personally I f I just part of me feels like Kisa just seems better with Corey. He just and am I saying I like Corey better than Dean? I don't know. I just Dean kind of comes off a lot of the time as infuriating and kind of just a uh, not stuck up, but just it's always you know throwing it in people's faces like oh well actually it's just and that's the thing it's just and then looking at the dynamic with you know Kevin with this and I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm shouting guys because I'm like talking and staring at the ceiling at the same time <laughs> I don't know why um. Kevin with this blowout, like, just, maybe I'm not like you, Pauler. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to break up with a relax. you talking about Becky's. I mean, he's been, Kevin Arnold has been blowing up, this blowing his feet all the time. And it just never, never, it just, he became unlikable. And it just feels to me in a way like Dean is kind of like, in a different way, just kind of like, coming off as like a kind of a no no which isn't bad but it's just the way that he's kind of like certainly I know more about this than you do huh it's just I don't like that dude I mean in a way it feels like he's learning a lesson but then the next week of course he's like back at it again but I guess that's kind of how it goes with characters if they learn like actually learned a lesson we wouldn't have a show or if they actually learned the lesson and didn't repeat it we probably wouldn't have a show but I think because we don't really have anything as far as I haven't seen anything about season two of the wonder years no behind the scenes I don't even think they're filming right now because you know I think kids are going back to school so 
I'm looking forward to season two, whether it starts airing in January or March. Let's up to the, you know, the, the showrunners and everyone else. My whole thing with the podcast, though, is I'm taking time off from the Wonder Years next year for the most likely the majority. I might come back in the summer. More than likely, if anything, season two, I might come back late summer, early fall with... I just want to do a lot of pre-recording because I do have other stuff, like, stuff going on life, you know, and other podcasts, like the Full House podcast that I primarily 98% of my focus goes to. So, um, let's jump into Bill's new gig. I mean, he worked hard for that tenure, guys, as a music teacher at the college. So, and it just seems like, even though in the first episode his song was on the radio, it just seems like... That's kind of more, it's a hobby to him, you know? It's not like, I mean, yeah, he was going on the road all the time and everything, but then he became a music teacher and and everything at the college. And, you know, he's got his family and whatnot. He, he found what he, you know, and we're making tenure. I don't know how long, it must take quite a while. But, um, you know, he earned it. And, I mean, if the band just like, hey, oh my gosh, does this feel like a Jesse... We're dumping you from the Rippers situation, and we have Barry Williams taking your place. <laughs> kind of situation here. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, without further ado, let's jump into the, as always, we get the cold open that kind of sets up the episode before we get into the actual episode. All right, so everyone's sitting around the table. The Longs are over there celebrating because Bill made tenure. And he can now officially be known as Professor Williams. Of course, Corey's like, oh, uh, Mr. Williams, are you, does this mean you're rich now? And you know, of course, his mom's like, Corey, you don't say that. That's rude. And he did, <laughs> although, <laughs> you know that his dad is like, yeah, well, what are we talking? Pinky up, pinky down. And Bill's like, he tells him. Eh, they're just small bump and pay. Small bump and pay. So, Lillian even mentions maybe him taking a sabbatical, you know, a little more freedom. I think she's more like, hey, we can go on a vacation or something. You can spend more time with the family. Whereas Bill's thinking more along the lines of finally getting to jam with his band, maybe even going on tour at some point. And in the next scene, it looks like he picked up Dean from practice because Dean still got his baseball uniform on. But picked him up from a game, I'm guessing. So he goes to, Bill goes to meet with the guys. Who knows how long it's been since he's jammed with them. Don't tell me they already replaced him. Or like, oh man, we already replaced you. Like, it's been months since you called us back. We've moved on. We have Barry Williams now. <laughs> Barry Williams. Bill Williams. <laughs> oh, yeah, he tells him his bandmates he got tenure, and hey, I'm ready to jam. So he's like, oh, yeah. Well, the way that they're like, oh, well, we weren't expecting you. And when Bill says, hey, I'm ready to jam, let's get our jam on, our jam sesh, the all kind of the bandmates look at each other like, uh, oh, uh, yeah, about that. Um, yeah, they they replaced him. Yeah, they all kind of part, and we see this guy. Is he at a keyboard? Is he at a desk writing lyrics? 
Because Bill's like, who's this? Who's this guy taking my place? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. Because the guy turns around like, oh, is this Bill? Man, you left some big shoes to fill. I'd be like, uh, excuse me? What now? <laughs> What's going on? Are you telling me I'm replaced? Because I missed a few sessions because I have a job outside of this hobby? The guy comes up to shake Bill's hand and Bill does not even give him a second glance. Like, guys, I did not leave. So, of course, newbie here is like, you know, I'll let you all work this out. I'm going to get out of here for a hot second. Bye. Yeah, they couldn't even call him up on the phone and say, hey, look, you haven't been here in a bit. We're replacing you. That's all you got to say. That is all. Well, I'm sure probably what he would want a conversation from. He would, like, want to say his side of it. Like, why are you replacing me? Hey, didn't I get us on the radio? Remember that? A hit song with my voice on the radio? Yeah, that was me. You think this guy's going to get you on the radio? Do they even have to change their band name, whatever exactly their band name is? Oh my gosh, this is such a Jesse and the Rippers. The Rippers dropped Jesse from the band. Because they're like, oh, you weren't a, you know, here, they're like, you weren't around. You got another job, a family. The, to those guys, that's like their life, I'm guessing. Like, they're putting in more time than, than Bill is. But even, like, Roger in, in Full House, the Rippers, he's the one that's like, look, hey, Jess, we're, it's the hardest thing we've ever had to do, but we're dropping you from the band. Like, right before they got a big gig coming up. And it's like, look, you have all this other stuff going on, all this responsibility. You just, you lost your passion for the music, that kind of thing going on, which sounds exactly like what's happening to Bill. I mean, no, he's not a radio DJ. He doesn't got the Smash Club going on and, you know, a family and all that stuff. But he does have a job he finally earned tenure at and a family he likes to come home to at night. These guys, I don't even know. Are they married? Do they have kids? I, I don't know that. I don't know what their situation is. They probably could all be just bachelors, just, you know, jamming. Well, okay, Washboard's one of them. You got a family, and Bill's like, Washboard, you have a family. And Washboard's like, yeah, but you put yours first. Ouch! What? Like, that's a bad thing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then Washburn's like, you got a good dad there, Dean. And Bill's like, you're kicking me out of the band I started? I'm like, well, you can't ever use my vocals unless you pay me, so uh, bye. Good luck on your own with uh, Slim Jim over there. <laughs> See if he gets you on the radio. Yeah, and Bill's like, this is just cold-blooded. And then we hear these weird chirping vocalizing exercises that this old Slim Jim over here, whatever his name is, I think it's like Julian or something. It's like, dude, I thought you left the room. Why are you still there? Give them space. But you know, is I think Bill's just like, fine, whatever, then I'm done. But no, well then where does this Janice lady come in? Or maybe it's like, that's it. I'm going to devote more time to the band. I'll take my time off. You know, I was just talking to my wife the other night. You know, we, I was thinking, you know, we could go on tour. Now that I got tenure, I can have a little freedom, some time off. 
We can go on tour. Drop him first, and then we'll talk about the tour. <laughs> Bill is just like, I'm peacing out here. Good luck with Slim Jim over there. Bye. Oh, this guy's got rhythm and soul coming out of his vocal cords. He just lets it loose. You are in front of your dad. He's whoa! Oh my gosh, dad! Did you hear this man's voice? It is gold. And Bill just kind of looks at Dean like, "Excuse me." And Dean's, I, I mean, he sings too loud. He's horrible. Come on, dad, let's go have dinner or something. And that, in a nutshell, everybody, is the cold open. <laughs> it started teaching music to college kids after I was born. At first, it was temporary to pay the bills for his growing family, but over time, he grew to enjoy it. And all his years of hard work and boring committee meetings finally paid off when he was granted tenure. Tonight, we celebrate him. To my wonderful husband, Bill, or as he'll now be known, Professor Williams! Yeah. <laughs> Professor Williams! So, uh, Mr. Williams, are you rich now? Uh, Corey. Don't ask people that. That's rude. Oh, no, 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 no. I want to know now. Um, we talking pinky up money, a pinky down money. But it does come with a small payphone. Oh, <laughs> enough to get me my own phone line? That would be a gift to us all, but no. What about a dirt bike? You already have a bike. You can ride in the dirt. <laughs> dirt bike. And don't worry, I won't be asking for any handcuffs. Except can I borrow the car to meet up with Tammy? Uh -huh. Son, just make sure you're back before midnight, baby. But I still got this boy on curfew. No, it's, it's okay, Mr. Long. Midnight's fine. In Vietnam, dude, our jammies by the <laughs> It was good to see Daddy so excited about having tenure, but he and Mama may not have exactly been on the same page about what that meant. Well, you know, the best thing about Bill getting tenure isn't the money. It's the newfound freedom. He may even have a chance to take a semester off and go on sabbatical. And I will, one day. But first I have to devote myself to my band again. Maybe finally go on that tour we've been talking about. Of course, I'm sure there'll be time for all of that. Maybe we can go on tour with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing says hardcore funk like a station wagon filled with your wife and kids. <laughs> I think that sounds nice. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> no, we weren't expecting you. Uh, I just picked up Dave for practice. I swung by to give it a good news. I've got tenure. Hey, All right. right. Hey, hey, congratulations. Now i got more time for the band. Is this the bill? Man, you left some big shoes to fill. <laughs> Guys, I did not leave. I'll let you cats talk this out. You just went around, man. Yeah, you got another job, a family. Watch, boy, you got a family. Yeah, but you put yours first. You got a good dad there, Dean. Kicking me out the band I started. Cold-blooded. <laughs> morning we find out the bills decided to take the solo route kind of like jesse did before he formed hot daddy and the monkey puppets in season eight of full house uh, there is a club that has auditions he's thinking of going like hey there's a new piece i've been working on let me try it out 
Lillian's like, oh, that's great. You know, although I was kind of hoping you and I could just go out to lunch because it's been forever since we did that. She's like, you know, on second thought, why don't you work on that new piece? So I did forget to mention that we do get Tammy brought up again by Bruce. He's planning to borrow the car to go see her. Lillian apparently gives him a midnight curfew, which since he's still living under their roof. And even Coach Longs is all like, you still giving that boy a curfew? And Bruce is all like, hey, it isn't a big deal. I mean, when I was in Vietnam, we were in our jammies before midnight anyway. So, yeah. And he's just, he's being so thoughtful. You know, he's washing the car. Let me get the dishes. Mow the lawn. You know, all that good stuff. You know, he's just trying to adjust to being back home. And Lillian, of course, takes notice. Like, oh, you're being so helpful. This is so great. You know, I can't even get Dean to make his bed. Maybe you can, uh, maybe your, your goodness and chores and all that will rub off on him. <laughs> Dean, really? Bruce is making you look bad? Maybe if you tried harder, it wouldn't look like he's making you look bad. But you're doing a fine job of that yourself. Kim and Dean actually are agreeing because Kim is saying how, oh, we need to have a little talk with him. Like, oh, you're just so good. You're making us look bad. You guys have been like that since even before Bruce left, I'm sure. So uh, don't be throwing him under the, yeah, you're making us look bad by doing all these chores. Now we got to do chores. And even, you know, don't Dean's telling us, like, yeah, him and Kim have rarely agreed on anything, but it was nice to finally have a united front. How much you want to bet she's going to throw him under the bus? Like, oh, Dean says you're making him look bad. You might not, you might want to lighten up on the chores. <laughs> Kim, I love ya. She, <laughs> she looks at Dean. It's funny how she says one nice thing, and then she's got to, like, make, insult him to, like, make up for it because she says hey has anyone ever told you dean that that shirt makes you look like peppermint patty and dean says yeah you know what it was fun while it lasted See why not? The band's always fighting you about the type of music you want to play. Now you have a chance to explore doing your own thing. I am more talented than those guys. I better taste the music too. Mm, and easy on the eye. <laughs> I heard that the Wonderland Club is looking for a new act to play twice a week. Auditions tomorrow. Huh. Sounds like somebody needs to check and see if his lucky tan suit still fits. If it doesn't, my new lucky color's gonna be blue. <laughs> There's a new song I've been playing with that might be the perfect audition piece. I'll work on it today. I was going to ask if you wanted to have lunch this afternoon. But you know what? It'd be better for you to work on your new piece. Thank you, baby. Mama, relax, okay? We'll do the dishes. Why, how thoughtful. You have been so helpful lately. Doing laundry, washing the car. I can't even get Dean to make his bed. Bruce is making us look bad. Yeah, we need to have a little talk with him. Kim and I were rarely aligned on anything. It was nice to finally have a united front. Has anyone ever told you that shirt makes you look like Peppermint Patty? Well, it was fun while it lasted. 
So we find Bill in the basement. Apparently he keeps getting distracted by cleaning the basement because Lillian comes down and is like, wow, what? This I thought for a second Bruce had like, like, I'm going to get out of the basement now. I'm going to go clean the basement. No, Bill's been doing it because he's been getting distracted from, gosh. And of course there's another, it just feels like, remember the time that Jesse tried to write a hit song multiple times because a man, <laughs> A uh, music company or whatever said they'd sign him if he wrote a hit song. Anyway, yeah, so Lillian, I guess she used to kind of work with Bill in the songwriting and all that stuff and accompanying, accompanying him on the piano. It's like, hey, why don't we do that again? I'll be your muse. Just uh, keep your paws off me. <laughs> well, you know, keep, keep ourself on the music and not on the, the lovies. So, yeah, she tells Bruce, like, hey, you guys, I'm going to work with your dad, clean up the house. And, yeah, we just sweep the floor, just, you know, and make, you guys are in charge of dinner. Bruce says, hey, we'll make spaghetti. He starts doing it, which I think because, he, you know, being, you know, he was a leader in Vietnam, you know, he's used to giving out orders and all that stuff, so... He's kind of applying that here, whereas Dean and Kim kind of tag team him as far as, look, hey, G.I. Jojo, we got to have talk. Usually when mom does us a chore, we do it quickly and poorly, so she pretty much takes over for us. And then, you know, Dean gets to watch TV and Kim can talk on the phone with her friends. Speaking of phones, I guess, apparently she wanted to get her own line for her room. You know, now that Bruce has got, Bruce, Bill's got that pay bump from his tenure. So like, hey, I can get a new phone. And even though Lillian's like, yeah, that would be good. But yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much like, Kim's like, hey, everyone's happy. Mom does the work for us, even when we do a poor job. So we each get to do our own thing. And the work gets done regardless. So, I feel like you're kind of rocking the boat here with this arrangement that we have. Can you not do that? My guess is Big Brother's going to school them and like, hey, this is just how I operate. It wouldn't hurt you guys to pick up after yourselves, take on some more responsibility. Kim, you're going to be out of high school soon, going to college. You're going to have to take care of, you know, do your own laundry, cook your own meal, you know, all that stuff. You're going to be living in a dorm, I'm sure. So it's like it wouldn't hurt to start learn doing that stuff now. Yeah, Bruce tells you, hey, it looks like you could take out the energy you put into your system and just do the chores. Oh, yeah, because, like, you guys put so much energy into making Mama do the chores for you because you do such a poor job that why don't you just do the chores and get it done with. And Kim says, no, you are not the boss. And Bruce, I like how Bruce levels her with a stare like, hey, I'm still your big brother. You want me to tell Mama about your little system? Then one of you start cutting the tomatoes and you st Dean start sweeping the floor. Yeah. He knows he knows how to wrangle. He knows how to get them into like, hey, you're doing this. Like you do this or I tell. It's up to you. This house is not going to be run all sloppy like. It's going to run like a well-oiled machine. She wants us to do something, we're doing it. I mean, I, I can't see there being an underlying 
like, oh, he's doing all this stuff because he wants a favor. He already asked if he could borrow the car, and they said it was cool, so. And adult Dean's like, ugh. Duped by a <laughs> Tito, no Tito Jackson knockoff or something. <laughs> it's like, oh, big brother's gonna school ya. Basement gets so clean. Guess I keep getting distracted. Well, you'll get there. You're just not used to working alone. Exactly. You usually have people to bounce ideas off of. Well, I'm here. I meant professional people. No offense, baby. Well, if that's the case, then you want some help from me? No offense, Mom. <laughs> hey, I know a thing or two about music. I sing in the church choir. I'm pretty good on the piano. And when we were dating, who did you play your songs to first? That's because I was trying to woo you and it worked. You sure you can handle it without getting no hot to dry? That was then. Now you'd have a better chance if you finished cleaning up this basement. No offense, baby. <laughs> Meet you by the piano upstairs. I'm going to help your father with his song. So I need you three to clean up the house and get dinner started. Yeah, it's no problem, Mama. Here, uh, grab a broom and start sweeping. It's just going to get dirty mm. again. And Kim, stay here. Chop up some tomatoes. Is spaghetti okay? Spaghetti sounds lovely. Looks like you two are in good hands. <laughs> Hang on, G.I. Jojo. We need to talk. Things have changed around there since you've been gone. Yeah. Kim and I have come up with a system. System? Mama gives us a chore. We do it quickly and poorly. She comes in, sees it, and it drives her crazy because you know how it all has to be perfect. Then she says, ooh, what? And then does it for us. And then I get to talk on the phone with my friend, and I get to go watch TV. And everybody's happy. Well, it seems like you can take all the energy you put into your system and just do the chores. Come on, let's get started. No, you're not the boss. You're right. Mom is. Want me to tell her about your system? Dang. Duped by a knockoff Tito Jackson. <laughs> so Bill and Lillian are in the living room. They're working on the piano on his song that he's trying to come up with. And even Lillian's trying to be helpful. Like, oh, why don't you try this? Oh, you don't like what I'm doing? Well, just say so. You don't gotta lie to me. So <laughs> they're kind of going back and forth. And it's, it's almost like... He, it's almost, I'm surprised he doesn't, like, why don't you do something else? Because you're kind of interrupting my flow here or something. It's just, I don't know. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, here, what do you think about this? And she's like, oh, because she's sitting on the couch. And she's like, oh, you want my help now? Because he's like, I'm just trying to write a song for Saturday night. And you're trying to make this song, like, Saturday morning at church. Or Sunday morning at church or something. It's like... Yeah, I mean, he's a songwriter, you know. I mean, it sounded like at one point that maybe they collaborated a little bit back in the beginning when he was doing his music thing, and now it just feels like he's under pressure to come up with a hit song for this audition. Gosh, it just sounds like Jesse trying to do the same thing. So now we're back in the kitchen. The kids all got dinner ready, and Dean is like, Letting them like, hey, Owen's in the living room. It looks like they're kind of at each other's throats out there. Um, <laughs> just be forewarned. But Bill and Lillian come in all lovey-dovey. It's like, oh, that sounds going to really be so good. 
And then he's saying how he, how she helped him with like the bridge of the song and everything. And they're all lovey, lovey, kissy, kissy. It's like, Dean, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dean just kind of looks at her and he tells us like, eh, I still don't get, I don't get married. You know, in fact, I still don't understand it. This is adult Dean saying, I still don't get it. Well, yeah. <laughs> and Lillian tells Bill, you know, you're going to blow them away at that audition. It's going to be great. So, I mean, I'm, not, I'm just, I get that Bruce is trying to, like, get comfortable with being back home and living at home again and all that. But he got his first disability check, and he wants to chip in with groceries and all that, bills and whatnot. And Bill and Lillian look at Bruce like, who is this guy? Who, where, Where's our son? Who is this responsible, responsible man? And I just, part of me wonder, I mean, yeah, he is doing it for the goodness of his heart, or is there a slight semi-angle to why he actually is doing it? I mean, no offense, but it seems like sometimes, when, I mean, there's not wrong with doing something for just for the sake of doing it, but then sometimes it seems like there's an angle, but I don't know. So... Bruce wants to borrow the car. And that's kind of funny because Bill is saying, like, wow, I'm not used to my kids giving me money. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. And Kim says, hey, I gave you I gave you $5 last week. And Bill says, yeah, for change. <laughs> and he, he's like, yeah, yeah, the girl, the, uh, the, the other kids can do the dishes and all that stuff. And Kim says, well, I had friends I want to hang out with, or, friend, or a friend I want to hang out with. And Lillian's like, on a school night. And Kim says, uh, uh, it's not a school night for him. <laughs> and they all look at her like, what? How old is this boy? Every good day comes with sunshine. But some days come with hard times. Yeah, I love it. Uh, but, um, what if the verse went like... Even bad days come with sunshine. Okay, that could work. Well, now, if you don't like it, just say so. I won't take it personally. You're the professional. How about something like this? Through it all, you got love in the summer, warmth in the winter. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Musician, Lillian. When you know, you know. Well, okay, Mr. Musician. I'll just keep playing, and you let me know when you know. Yeah, let me just dust this for the fifth time. You could stumble, you could fall. Just keep smiling through it all. What do you think? So you do want my help? I'm just trying to write a Saturday night song. You keep trying to make it all Sunday morning. Working with you stresses me out. I can see why your bandmates are always stoned. <laughs> Based off what I saw, things might still be a little tense between them. That song is really going to put you over the top. Well, it never would have worked without your idea for the bridge. Oh, I'm just glad I was able to help. <laughs> I didn't understand marriage then. Uh, actually, I still don't. So, you really think they're going to like it? Bill, you have nothing to be worried about. You're going to blow them away at that audition tomorrow. Dinner looks amazing. And the house is spotless. 
I can only imagine what it took to whip these two into shape. Oh, no. I'm just happy to help. Which reminds me, I just got my first disability check from the Army. Thought I'd ship in on the bills and the groceries. Oh, okay. <laughs> Forgive me. I'm not used to one of my kids actually giving me money. <laughs> uh, I gave you $5 last week. Because you needed change. Oh, uh, Dad, can I borrow the car tonight? Of course you can. Dean and Kim can clean up after dinner. No fair. I made plans with a friend tonight, too. Oh, school night? It's not a school night for him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll take care of the dishes. So, Dean's working on homework in the living room. Lillian comes I don't know why she wants Dean out of the house exactly. Because she says, hey, isn't there an ice cream place? And like, it's like Cloverville or Cloverton or someplace. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think so. Why? You bunny, sorry. Do you want to go over there and get yourself some ice cream and get out of the house or something? Because he's like, is this a test? Like when you asked me if I wanted sugar in my grits? And she says, no, I'm not going to spank you. This time I'm like, seriously, you spank him because he... Said, yeah, sure, Mom, I'll have sugar in my grits. Really? That is not a spank-worthy reason. That is not. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I see what she's doing. Because they come into this club. I forget. What is the name of the club again? Um, I can't remember. Anyway, and Dean's like, Mom, what are we doing here? The ice cream's places like across the street or right next door or down the street and she's like yeah yeah I know it is she wants to spy on Bill's audition I'd be like ma'am these are closed auditions you cannot be here you need to leave yeah she's like hey while we're here I figured I'd catch some of your father's audition you know I wrote most of the bridge of the song and Bill's like hey what are you guys doing he's actually happy he's not like what are you doing here he's like hey what are you doing here he's like yeah we're gonna watch your audition or he's gonna say hey I already had it <laughs> it went great so turns out he didn't have to audition he actually got a job as a musical director for a headliner oh okay I can see why this other thing this person here coming up is gonna come into play exactly so, yeah, my guess he's going to be spending a lot of time with this lady who's going to be headlining. He's going to be coaching her. Yeah, that's, oh boy. Ooh. But she, I thought you wanted a solo career. What happened there? What made you change your mind? Oh, no. Uh-oh. You are, oh my God, you want to know what this reminds me of? Okay, I'll tell you. Familiar with The Simpsons, <laughs> and you are aware aware of oh, what was that woman's name? Um, oh, hold on, I'll think of it. Lurleen Lumpkin, yes, from the Colonel Homer episode. This lady's gonna be that Lurleen, and 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 Lillian is kind of like the Marge, and. Oh, Bill's like the Homer. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, oh man, if that were me, I'm getting, you're not taking this job. If that were me and he was Jeremy, I'd be like, you're not taking this job. Yeah, she's like, oh, who's this here? And Bill's like, yeah, this is Lillian. Lillian, this is Janice. And you know, yeah, her name is Janice. 
And you know, Lillian, that is such a fake smiley. <laughs> you better stay away from my man. You better stay away from my husband. I feel like I want to sit down and in on every session and make sure she doesn't try anything with you. I mean, I trust you, but I don't. This lady, no. This woman is the new lead singer of the band that Bill is joining. I thought he was going to be like some type of a musical director or something. Is this lady okay because she hired him? Because she says, you, oh, I see your game. You wait till after I hire you to tell me you're married. I'm like, uh, I don't like what this lady's, uh, I don't like what she's insinuating. Like, <laughs> guess what? He's not working for you. That smile left Lillian's face so fast. When I mean, when Janice said, Oh, you wait till after I hire you to tell me that you're married. I don't like that. And, of course, Bill's like, Oh, this is my son, my youngest son, Dean. We know Dean. Dean can smell like, Uh, I don't like this lady. Uh-huh. I don't like the way she's looking at my father. Uh, yeah. D lady, you are not winning any points with anyone. She's like, oh, you're so handsome like your daddy. If you were a little older and I was a little younger, I'm like, lady, do not finish that sentence. You know you're in the presence of his parents and oh, I don't like her. Actually hugs Dean. And Dean's like, yeah, go on, finish your thought. And he's thinking this, like, I bet, little dude. Lily and Presley pulls her away from me. Like, oh, well, nice to meet you, Janice. Oh, my gosh, she had a little hair flip. Oh, nice to meet you, too. Uh, Bill, I'll see you later. Like, yeah, she totally just... Ugh, she is such a lurling. She is. And yeah, so Janice leaves, and then Bill's like, oh, it's the craziest thing. When she saw me come in for the audition, <laughs> she couldn't believe I was available. Like, I bet. <laughs> She says she had her eyes on me for years. Okay, so she's heard of him, clearly, because, you know, he's been on the radio. And, I don't know. But, I don't like it. I just, I don't like it. And, I, I, I'm with Lillian. I bet she's, ugh. Well, what honestly can she say? She's like, you know, like, yeah, maybe you need to just focus on your tenure and your professor. Yeah. He, she basically offered him the job on the spot. And Lillian's like, well, that's great, but well, what about our song, Bill, and your solo career? I thought that's what you wanted. Janice wants Bill to help her take her sound in a new direction. Whew. Okay, so basically he's going to write songs and she's going to sing them so he can get his music out there. And because she's got a following and then that way he can reach a bigger audience. Mind you, this is all, I mean, this is before putting your music out there like on YouTube or any other area, things and stuff like that. It was like more widespread you can get your name out there. Compared to, you know, back then where it just, uh, you had to go through different channels to make things happen. So again, Lillian is trying to be supportive. She's like, well, you know what? If you like it, I love it. That, that's good for you, basically. And I guess what else could she really do? So she kisses Bill goodbye. And Dean's like, wait, what about my ice cream? 
And Lillian looks at Dean and she says, before dinner, it'll spoil your appetite. There was never going to be any ice cream, apparently. Never. That was a ruse to get, like, I want to show by myself or anything. I'm spoiling him. So, Dean, come with me. We'll get ice cream. Well, we're not getting ice cream, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure she didn't tell them that when they got there. Like, oh, by the way, we're not getting ice cream. I just needed you here with me. And Lily's kind of, it seems like she's talking to herself, like, what's the matter with men always wanting ice cream when there's perfectly fine dinner at home? Oh, I can see what she's insinuating. I, uh-huh, uh-huh. What are we doing here? The ice cream place is next door. I know, I know, but since we were in the neighborhood, I thought we'd catch a little bit of your father's audition. You know, I wrote most of the bridge. Hey, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, sorry, I just... Want to stop by and catch some of your audition? Um, it's never too late. They like our song. Actually, I didn't have to audition. I got a job. Oh, that's wonderful. They just gave you a slot. No, different job. I'm going to be the musical director for the weekend headliner. Oh, I thought you had your heart set on going solo. What made you change your mind? There you are. Mm -hmm. Who's this here? This is my wife, Lillian. Lillian, this is Janice. <laughs> She's a lead singer of a new band I'm joining. I see your game. You wait till after I hire you to tell me you're married. <laughs> Smart. And this is my youngest day. So handsome, just like your daddy. If you're a little older and I was a little younger. Lady, uh, no. Go on, finish your thought. But nice to meet you, Janice. <laughs> nice to meet you too, Bill. I'll see you tomorrow. It was the craziest thing. When she saw me coming for the audition, she couldn't believe I was available. Said she had her eyes on me for years. Did she now? So she offered me the job on the spot. Well, what about our song, Bill, and your solo career? I thought you wanted to do your own thing. Janice wants me to help her take her sound in a new direction. So I think she'll be open to doing some of my original material. And she has a follower, so I can reach a big audience. Well, if you like it, I love it. <laughs> See you at home. All right. What about my ice cream? Right before dinner? It'll spoil your appetite. What's with men always wanting ice cream when it's perfectly fine dinner at home? So it looks like Lillian has invited Janice over for dinner. Yeah, and when she when Bill opens the door, I think she hugs Dean again, like and Bill's like, Dean, are you wearing aftershave? And then Janice remembers like, oh, it smells like my ex-husband. Not that that's a bad thing. Okay. So apparently she's worked what with other people's husbands, women's husbands before. So she wants to make sure that Leon knows she's not like after going after Bill and stuff. Like I don't go after other women's husbands if that's what you're thinking. Just to make sure it's strictly professional. You know, some wives. And Lillian's trying to be like, oh, no, not me, but thank you for the consideration. And she comments, like, Lillian on the house, like, oh, what a beautiful home. You got a job. You got, you know, all this stuff. Most musicians that I work with don't even have a couch. <laughs> yeah, Lillian's kind of wondering, well, where's everyone else? You know, uh, I thought there would be the whole group here. And Janice says, oh, we thought we'd work on the arrangements on the song itself before we kind of take it to everyone else. Well, I mean, that way you can kind of work out the kinks. So I'm guessing they'll be in the what? Because uh, I thought the piano was in the living room, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's downstairs in the basement. <laughs> I think they got it, Lillian. I think they got it that there's lights downstairs. Plenty of lights. 
How much you want to bet she's going to send Dean down there multiple times with like lemonade or water or something to eat. Just to find like, okay, you're going to be my, you're going to go down there like and give like food and whatever and just uh, report back to me what's going on. I bet anything she's going to use him to do that. Or maybe she might because she's, yeah, just, I get it. I definitely get it. I've not been there myself, but I get it. Oh, did I call that or did I call it? Here comes Dean when I'm going to do it. Mom wanted me to do the laundry, Dad. Sorry. It's going to be a little noisy for a while. So, <laughs> uh, this is going to be the umpteenth interruption, I bet. I bet anything. This mirror, I feel like I've heard this song. Hold on a second. Yes, I thought I recognized those first few, that first line. Summertime from Porgy and Bess by Billie Holiday. Summertime and the living is easy. Fisher. Oh, yeah, 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 that's exactly, okay. So I thought they were like writing music. Why are they singing? When was that Summertime Porgy and Bess song? Let me see here. Does it say? Uh, 19th, wait, uh, the, it's a play, it came out in 35, so maybe that song's from then? That's what I'm guessing anyway. Okay, so, already creative differences, we got, uh, you know, Bill's with the jazz, that's just what he does. She's like, he's like, I thought we could jazz it up a bit, and she says, well, I play for a younger crowd. They're not really jazz fans. So, already creative differences. And it's like, okay, um, you're basically, it seems like he's just playing music, like, for her and she's going to sing it. So, I mean, she's probably like, just play it as I want you to play it. I don't really actually need your input to changing things is what i'm guessing anyway yeah he's in the in the subtitles it says funky riff and she's like um no 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 and she says one i know i know so bill i really don't think this was i don't think this is what he's expecting that it was gonna get you know he's thinking you only hired me because she hired him to be a musical director from what I thought. It's like, well, then why do you need him just to play the music? I thought it was the whole point of I'm helping you out. But it just seems like they're kind of button heads, whereas I thought this is what you wanted me to come on here and, you know, incorporate a new sound. I don't know, guys. I really don't know. He's even like, I'm trying to do what you asked me. You keep shooting me down. Like, what is it that you want me to do exactly? Like, just play the piano? Because <laughs> he's all jazz. That's what I thought it was, too, was the fact that he was trying to help her find a new sound. Why did she hire him, exactly? Because apparently, and he even says, like, she's been, like, trying to find me for years. Or, well, he hasn't been anywhere. I mean, it's not like he's, you know... You can find him. Like, what's the deal? I think there's another angle here. I, I mean, my angles, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Some, some, some. She calls him Barry Gordy. Like, slow down, Barry Gordy. You can't change my sound till you know my sound. 
Okay, well then just have her sing so you can know what improvements, I guess, she needs to make. I don't know. I don't know jack about music. I just like to listen to it. Yeah, she says people come to my shows to feel something. This jazz stuff's a little too thinky thinky for that. Is that even a thing? I mean, this isn't Kenny G's jazz saxophone. And he's like, all right, all right, but I'm going to keep pushing for it. And then Janice looks at Dean, who's heading up the stairs with an empty laundry basket. She's like, is your, is your daddy always this hard-headed? I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to answer that. <laughs> I'm going to stay out of this. I'm just here to do laundry. Bye. <laughs> yeah, when she says that to Dean, Bill's like, you know what, Dean, why don't you just keep walking? <laughs> If it isn't the man of my dreams. Mm-hmm. That's right, Mama. Why you wearing after shave? You smell like my ex-husband. Not that that's a bad thing. <laughs> oh, Lillian. Thanks for having me. I thought it would be a good idea for us to have our first meeting here so you could see everything was above board. You know, some wives can be... Not me. But thanks for the consideration. What a beautiful home. You got a job, a family, a house. Most musicians I work with don't even have a couch. <laughs> uh, where's the rest of the band? Oh, we thought we'd work on the arrangements before we brought it to the whole group. That is an ugly I'm going to sit up downstairs. Well, y'all have fun. So there's a light at the top of the steps. There's another light downstairs. Plenty of lights down there. Mm -hmm. What if I start off something like, Summertime. And the living is easy. Fish are jumping. That's interesting. You know, I've always done it more like summertime. Girl, you better sing that. And the living is easy. That works. I just thought maybe we could jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, well, I attract the younger crowd. You know, they're not really jazz fans. Okay, what if I make it a little simpler? No. When I know, I know. I'm trying to do what you asked me. Help you find the new sound. Slow down, Barry Gordy. You can't change my sound till you know my sound. People come to my shows to feel something. This jazz stuff's a little too thinky-thinky for that. Okay, but I'm gonna keep pushing. Is your daddy always as hard at it? Keep walking, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. Bruce is coming in after midnight, I take it. Did show a time in that clock? Hold on. Oh, he's coming in at 1.30. Ooh, well, I mean, he's a grown man, but he's still living under the parents. How does that really work? I mean, honestly, I'm just kind of curious. Dean, help your brother out. Yes, he missed curfew. And, of course, Dean said, like, oh, he's a good brother. But, uh, and I know Mom and Dad would be furious if he came in late from curfew. So, and then, because Bruce, Dean, Dean. And he's like, I'm sleeping. And he rolls over and he's like, dude, just help your brother out, man. Come on. Remember that time he showed you how to bunt? Remember that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Dean, all you had to do was open the window. Because he goes through the front door, and of course, Bill is there waiting for Bruce. He's like, Dad, what are you doing up? What are you doing up? What are you doing here? 
And of course, Bill's like, well, the question is, what the heck are you doing out here? What are you doing out so late? And uh, does he have to answer that question? He is a grown adult now. He is over the age of 20. He may even be 21. So we go to the living room, and we see that Bill, yeah, yeah, Bruce is like, well, I just lost track of time. So he pulls up Bruce's wrist, sees the little watch, like, oh, well, look at that. The little hand is past the one. It says, man to man, look, I just want to hang out with Tammy a little longer. Uh-huh. And Bill says, hey, look, I don't want to wake the whole house up, but you better believe we're going to talk about this tomorrow. Doesn't he just move in with Tam? Well, she did shut down his proposal, but I mean, come on, man. Oh my gosh, is Bruce going to turn into Wayne? And Dean, This Dean is listening at the door, and then he like jumps in the bread into his bed. Bruce, come on, man. You did not just say that to him. Because Bruce says, you know, Dean, the army taught me how to kill a man in his sleep. Come, dude, don't, don't, don't do that, man. He's your brother. You don't gotta threaten him like that. Yeah, he says, the army taught me how to kill a man without making a sound. Remember. I'm surprised he doesn't say, remember that. I'm like, dude, you can just try to get him back with some goofy prank or something. You don't gotta threaten him saying, the army taught me how to kill a man without making a sound. Like, don't do that to him. He's your little brother. Next time, be on time and... Be back before your curfew. Simple as that. Or if you don't want to live there and you don't want to have a curfew, then find an apartment. Simple as that. People in that house, they got work, they got school. They don't. He shares a bedroom with Dean still. He's got to go to school in the morning. You don't need to be woken up at 1.30 a.m. because Bruce missed curfew. Open the window, Dean. me around, missed his curfew, and needed my help getting back in our room. Hmm. But you know what? He was a good brother. And I knew Mom and Dad would be furious if they caught him. I'm sleeping. Oh, look. The little hand is past the one. All right. All right. Man to man, I just wanted to hang out with Tammy a little longer. Look, I don't want to wake the whole house up. But you better believe we're going to talk about this tomorrow. Yes, sir. Tell me how to kill a man in his sleep without making a sound. So, so apparently, Ladine does not know how to do laundry. Doesn't know how to separate the whites from the colors. You know, clothes-wise, because his shirt is pink. Apparently, <laughs> well, that happens. So Lillian and Bill lay into Bruce about like, hey, we have rules here. We put a curfew in place for a reason. 
And he's, yeah, they're like, you're not even 21 yet. And Bruce says, hey, I've been out on my own for now three, for two years. I'm thinking, if he doesn't want to live here by, there by rights, he doesn't have to. But it's like, you're living under their house and they do have rules. If you don't like it, you can make your own rules under your own roof. They're like, oh, you've been chipping up, doing chores and all this stuff and acting grown up. And... Bruce is like, yeah, I am growing up. It's like, nah, not the one to, coming in after a curfew. Is that the way, is that why he was doing shorts? I was like, oh, if I miss curfew, they'll go easy on me or something like that. Yeah, he's like, nobody was checking up on for uh, up for me in Vietnam. It's like, dude, you're not there anymore. You're home. You're under their roof. And Bill tells him, like, hey, you're under our house. You know, living under our our roof. You gotta follow our rules. And Lillian brings up the whole your younger brother and sister look up to you, you need to be a role model. Yeah, and she says, Hey, how would you feel if Kim were up all hours of the night? Well, the other coach says she's not. Who says she doesn't try to sneak out? Uh-huh. Christine is thinking, uh yeah, actually she was. And Kim looks at Dean like you better not say anything says, well, this isn't working for me. And Lillian says, excuse me? Wait, okay, seriously, then you need to find your own place, man, because you can't abide by their rules, and you may, like, I'm just saying, just find another roof. Oh, Lillian, do you really think that when he got back that he was going to want to do that? I just thought that was more of a temporary thing until he found his own place. Yeah, Lillian's like, you're working on getting grounded. And Bruce says, hey, you can't ground me. You gotta stop treating me like a kid. And <laughs> Bruce, uh, Bill tells Bruce, you know you're saying that when you're eating cereal that turns milk purple? What cereal would that be? Trix? Trix has purple in it. Dean's laughing at that. And the way that Bruce is just like, <laughs> just like taking a He's sitting down, but he makes a motion to, like, like I'm going to get you, Dean. And Dean just falls out of his chair. That's funny. Bruce is coming up in this episode here, at least with the whole, I'm going to, you know, Dean, and I'm going <laughs> to make the motion and, like, grab him or something. This just feels like Big Brother Wayne bully stuff. told me you had to separate reds and whites. It doesn't look that bad. Especially since you've been acting so grown up around here. I'm not acting. I am grown up. I'm sure you feel that way, but you're not even 21 yet. I've been on my own for two years now. Nobody was checking up for me in Vietnam. Golly. That's true. But you're back in our house now, and you got to follow our rules. Not to mention, you have a younger brother and sister who look up to you. How would you feel if Kim were up all hours of the night creeping in and out the house? Actually, she was. They just didn't know it. Yet. Well, this isn't working for me. Excuse me? You're working on getting grounded. You can't ground me. You gotta stop treating me like a kid. You realize you're saying that while eating cereal that turns the milk purple. (laughs) (laughs) So, Janice is singing her song. Everyone's applauding. (laughs) Cliff, uh, Corey's dad is impressed. (laughs) And looks like, yeah, Janice is now going to sing the song that Bill wrote. Apparently, Lillian gets zero credit, because, even though she did help with the bridge of the song. 
song is dedicated to all the lovers. Goes for life and just for tonight. It was written by my new band leader, Bill Williams. Well, this is their song, but I help with the bridge. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hey, could you slow it down for me, please? Whoa, Lenny. Oh my gosh, it's the theme song. I don't know how the song goes. Whoa, girl. Um. I don't like that at all. I can him too much. Weird for me to see a woman act that way in public with my dad. Yeah, really, it's gross. But it had to be really uncomfortable for my mom. Oh, she's gonna get up like, uh, no, 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 no. Give that to me. Our song, the right way. Here we go. Every good day comes with sunshine. Some days come with hard times. Yes! Oh, that didn't happen! <laughs> that didn't happen at all! But my mother was too much of a lady. She would never do anything to embarrass the family. I, however, was kind of a pro at it. Oh, man. There we go, sticking up for, for mom. Wow, um, I didn't know that that was going to be a, a Dean um, fantasy type thing. So I was like, wait, what? That didn't happen? Uh, Seikon, who plays Lillian, she's got a gorgeous voice, 100%. So Dean snaps out of it because he says, like, his mom goes up on stage and then she's singing the song that she helped Bill with and then she pushes Janice off the stage and then we snap back into it and um Lillian's just sitting there with uh Bruce and Kim and Dean and Dean takes matters into his own hands so basically no she was jiving Janice was jiving all over Bill just putting her hand running her hand down his chest laying a leg back across his lap just Girl, where do you think you are? What kind of club do you think this is? And, and even Bill looked uncomfortable. And just, I like I like that that Dean got up there and he's like, boo! Well, he didn't get up on stage. He was like, boo! And you saw just, he was angry. He's like defending his mom. He's like, I don't like this. This is wrong. And yeah, she immediately just, stops and it's like oh my just the fire and anguish in in dean's face and just sits down and arms crossed like i would be like dude good for you dean 
Someone had to do something. Now Dean, of course, is getting talked to by Bill as Bill is telling him that it's the first career milestone, the first time I ever got booed by my own son. Lillian says, believe me, we're just discussing his punishment. Dean says, I'm sorry, Daddy, I wasn't booing you, I was booing her. And Dean says, she was making Mama mad. And, of course, Lillian says, I, I wasn't mad. I'm like, well, you, you weren't mad, but you definitely didn't look happy. It just kind of makes me think of the mus- musicians out there that are married. They go on tour. You get all these, you know, group of these women that are just throwing themselves at these guys and just making a fool of themselves and whatnot. I'm just thinking... It just comes down to a level of, of trust with your spouse. It's like they're out there, you know, people are seeing them as this, you know, object or, you know, symbol for, for sex symbol, you know, lust and everything. And it's just like, just a matter of comes down to trust. Like, you know, your spouse would never do anything. And just to see, you know, you know, women being attracted to your spouse, just physically attracting, and that's all that is. But it's still, I'm sure it's got to be pretty hard to, uh, to stomach that. In a way, sometimes that just, I guess, comes with the territory of, you know, not just musicians, movie stars that are married, that have to do love scenes with, you know, actors and actresses, and basically, it's just a job. There's no feeling or emotion involved in that. It's a job. And Lillian says, well, I wasn't mad. I was just surprised that the song sounded different. And Bill does tell Lillian that was not how we rehearsed it. We did not do that at all. So that was a surprise to him. And it's just, I think Janice wanted to just do it for the people to get a ride. Just like, oh, that's the only young people and everything. This is what they want. This is what, you know, putting on a show and everything. It's like, yeah, but you did not need to include him and in that by putting your hands on him and laying against him and this and that. And it's just like, girl, I would have, like, you know, what? I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And Bill is starting to say something, and Lillian gets up and says, Look, Bill, I'm not jealous if that's what you're thinking. And Lillian says, She's not your type. Like, no, she ain't. Lillian says, Now, if it was Gladys Knight, we'd have a problem. And Lillian understands, you know, this is just her act. This is what she does. You know, her audience just, it, she, they eat it up. They love it because they're young and they want to see this kind of stuff on stage. And apparently the club owner loved it too because he extended them for another month. Please tell me Bill is just going to say, I'm not doing this anymore. Go up to find someone else. And she's like, all right, there you go. You made the right decision. And he says, no, I'm, I'm not sure I did. So Lillian has Dean go get Bill a beer, like to kind of give them some privacy. Like, okay, what is really going on? So he says, I've been thinking and you are right. And she says, all right, well, that's a good start. And he says, you know, I can't be putting myself in the position where I'm letting other people control my ideas. It's like, yeah, dude, be a solo artist. Your ideas are good. I mean, that's the thing probably with the band. It's like you have, like, no creative control over what you want to do because everyone else has to have an input as well. And even here, he thought, you know, as a musical director, he was called in to improve her sound or whatever, and she's dictating all the terms. So it's like, dude, you are good. Your ideas are good. Someone is going to see that. So why don't you just do your own thing? Like, you do you. They'll do their thing, and it'll all be copacetic. 
And he's just worried. I think it's just the confidence. He's worried, like, I'm not, I don't have that big personality. Like, Giannis, like, dude, you don't need to have a big personality. That's distracting. And it's just, it seems like when you're like that, it's like you're missing something. So you're overcompensating with something else. And that's not necessary. You know, you not having a big personality, that's not a bad thing. It really isn't. People are going to listen to your music because they enjoy it. Because you put your heart and your soul. Not that other people don't do that themselves, but they're going to like his music for what he puts into it. Not that he's trying to just be a crowd pleaser. Do what you love and it shows in your work. Like with podcasting, you know I wouldn't be doing this if I didn't love it, right? You know I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be, I've done, been doing this now for six years if I, or five years if I didn't enjoy what I was doing and want, wanting to share that with everybody and just have fun with it. Because, yeah, I mean, there's some of the stick to a script and that's, that's cool and everything, you know? And I just, I like doing what I'm doing, expressing myself, having fun, enjoying it. Because I feel, I'm enjoying it, hopefully you all out there listening enjoy it as well. Yeah, well, he's also not only thinking of Janice with a big personality, but the guy that his bandmates replaced him with. And it just, uh, I, it just makes me think of just Jesse, like, getting this new band, like, together, this hot daddy and the monkey puppets at the end. And like, he's trying to show the Rippers, like, hey, I did one better. It's like, you guys got Barry Williams, but I got the monkey puppets or whatever. It's just... I don't know. It's almost like he's chasing a dream that his heart isn't fully into anymore. I'm not saying that's the same with Bill. But Lillian is just supportive. She's like, you have your own style of how you do things. And she tells him, if that doesn't work, I'll straighten your hair and get you a cape like James Brown. And Bill says, oh yeah, so my dad can disown me? No, thank you. (laughs) They are so good together. She says, Bill Williams, you are the coolest man I know. Oh, come on, man. He's like, I mean, I was. Like, dude, you still are. You are a hip man. You're a gorgeous man. Come on, dude. He's like, how many cats actually know what's cool after their 20s? Oh, my gosh. After their 20s? You make it sound like you're over the hill when you're not. I mean... Because they got a 20-year-old son, so they got to be in their 40s by now. Because I think Lillian said she is, in fact, 41. Um, how many cats can write a song like this as she sits down at the piano with him and they start singing? Aww. They start singing their song that they made. So we find out that Bruce, Bruce <laughs> that Bill decided to leave Janice's band and finally embark on a solo career, which honestly, yes, that's what he should have done for the beginning. You don't leave one band to jump into another one where you don't get your ideas heard. Okay, so it looks, oh my gosh, this is a lot like Wayne. Remember how Wayne in season six moved in the basement? Because now Bruce is doing the same thing, moving into the basement. Or he could come and go as he pleased. Well, what about the whole curfew thing, though? I mean, he's still technically under their roof. Without having to climb through a window. And Dean's coming down with a cardboard box filled with Bruce's stuff. He says how he was still in the doghouse of both his brother and his dad. They found ways to make him pay for it. Oh, I bet. 
Says, hey, once you finish with all my boxes, go upstairs and make me a sandwich. Of course, Bruce is, Bruce to, or Bill tells Dean, like, hey, yeah, that sounds good. Make me one also. Bruce says, hey, put some mayo on mine. Dean goes up the stairs. Bill tells Bruce, hey, you don't even like mayo. And Bruce is probably like, yeah, I know, but I, I mean, hey, he still loves me, so. I <laughs> like mayo on a sandwich? What? Oh, Dean trying to make a sandwich. Lillian sees him attempting to make a sandwich. She pushes him all the way. Move, boy, you're making a mess. And Dean says, oh, don't worry, Mama, I got it. Oh, my God. She is, like, trying to now get them back. Like, I'm, I'm doing that on purpose, Mama. And Dean says, even though I wasn't going solo moving out of my room, I guess you could still say independence was in the air. Well, that was a career milestone. First time I ever got booed by my own son. Believe me, we were just discussing his punishment. I'm sorry, Daddy. I wasn't booing you. I was booing her. She was making Mama mad. I wasn't mad. I was just surprised the song sounded so different. That wasn't how we rehearsed it. Lil, I promise you. Bill, I'm not jealous, if that's what you were thinking. She's not your type. Now, if it was Gladys Knight, we'd have a problem. I know it's a part of her act, and clearly her audience eats it up. Well, I want to love it, too. He extended us for another month. Well, there you go. Looks like you made the right decision. Yeah, I'm not sure I did. Son, go get your dad a beer. He's had a rough night. What is it? I've been thinking, Lily, and you were right. Well, that's a good start. <laughs> I can't keep getting in situations where I'm letting other people control my ideas. I should be doing my own thing. Then do it. But what if I can't? I don't have that big personality like Janice or that guy who replaced me in the old band. What? You have your own style. And if that doesn't work, I'll straighten your hair and get you a cape like James Brown. <laughs> so my dad can disown me? No thanks. Bill Williams, you are the coolest man I know. I mean, I was. How many cats actually know what's cool after their 20s? How many cats can write a song like this? Every good day comes with sunshine. But some days come with hard times. Stumble, you good Just keep smiling through it all. Daddy left Janice's band and finally embarked on a solo career. And Bruce made his own shift toward independence when he moved into the basement where he could come and go as he pleased without having to climb through a window. As for me, I was still in the doghouse with both my brother and dad, and they sure found ways to make me pay for it. And after you finish with all my boxes, go upstairs and make me a sandwich. That sounds good. Make me one, too. Put some mail on mine. You don't even like mail. solo or moving out of my room, I guess you could still say that independence was in the air. Alright, well that was the episode. I hope you enjoy it. If you hear any water in the background, that's because the shower is being run right now. So, 
Winterling Words of Wisdom for this episode, as far as for the main plot of, you know, Belle in this new gig, is just, if you want to go do your own thing, do your own thing. Don't feel like you gotta, like, just to get a taste of what you want to do, that you're gonna be, let yourself be undermined and not let your thoughts be heard and everything like that. I mean, come on, have confidence in yourself and know that you do, you are capable. You don't need to be loud and overcompensate and be flashy, just like what might work for one might not work for others. And I think eventually people are going to say, well, this person's too, too loud and too much in your face and everything like that. So... Yeah, just be your true self, and that's what people are going to fall in love with. As far as with Bruce, um, like, you know, him opening the basement when his independence is one thing, but it's like, I mean, how does that even work? Technically, he's still under their roof. Is it like, oh, move to the basement, you won't have a curfew anymore, you won't have to answer to our rules and this and that? I don't know. I just, I don't know. So... But it's like, hey, if you want to make your own rules and everything like that and not listen, then find another roof to... F I, don't, I don't know. Honestly, this is just me talking. It's like, you're living, even though you're still their kid, it's still their house, and they have rules that they abide by for a reason. Everyone under that roof does need to... Yeah. So... Alright, so for next month, for October, we will be covering Season 1, Episode 22, 21, excuse me. So this episode is Season 1, Episode 20, okay. This is the one where I'm going to be covering next month is Season 1, 21, where no Dean has been before. Dean tries to impress Kisa's cool new boyfriend by inviting him and his friends, so it's Kisa's boyfriend and his friends, okay, to a party Kim is throwing. Wait, what? Oh, oh, Kim, okay, to a party his sister's throwing. While Bill and Lillian are away for the night, things get out of hand just as Bill and Lillian arrive home. Oh boy, that's going to be a disaster. Whew, mixing middle school kids and high school kids and college kids. Yikes. Let's see who we got here. I want to see who this... Let's see. Cedric, Ernest. There's a lot of people. Cedric, Ernest, Franklin... Maybe Franklin might be Kisa's new boyfriend. We got Latonya. We got Jerk, eighth grader. Oh, joy. Uh, we got Mr. Davidson. We got Broderick. We got, you know, and then our regular cast members. So. Wait a, wait, wait a second. Oh, both boys share the roar. Blech. I cannot talk to save my life. I didn't know both of them shared the role of uh, Corey, Am Amir, and Amari. I had no idea. Oh, why didn't I know that already? I mean, my goodness. Let me see. Let me go back to that whoopsie. 
Let me go back to the uh, the pilot episode. So it looks like from what I'm seeing here, it's just Amari for the pilot. And then also shows Amari. Okay, gotcha. Okay, well, I guess they're, they're just, they're both in this next one sharing rule. Okay, well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Alright, well, I hope you all enjoyed the episode, and I will be back next month with Season 1, Episode 21, where no Dean has been before. Have a great Wednesday, and have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.